Hi, and welcome to Confidence Equals Beauty with Amanda Taylor. I am your host, Amanda Taylor. Hey, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Confidence Equals Beauty with Amanda Taylor. And I just want to welcome you. If this is your first time here with me today, thank you for taking the time and joining me. I also want to thank returning listeners. Y'all, thank you for taking your time out of your day. If you're in your car, walking, or you know, doing chores, whatever you're doing right now, thank you so much for just taking this time with me. I really cannot do this journey without you. So a little update kind of on life. I am all in mom life. Just being a mom, running around with my kids. And all their various activities. I say every semester that I'm going to limit the kids' activities. And then I find myself saying yes. And before I know it, I am this very glorified chauffeur. Allowing my kids to have the best life ever. You know, (laughs) we go from place to place. We pick up from school. And it's one activity, two activity, three activity. We come home. And it's, you know, moms out there who's living this life, you can relate. It very feels hectic. It kind of feels overwhelming sometimes. Meal planning can be challenging. You know, it's 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 making sure kids have the right shoes for the right dance class or the right, you know, required uniform and making sure you're there on time. And, you know, it's just it's a very hectic and You know, in all honesty, you know, the days may be hectic in the afternoons, but, you know, once, like, the recitals come, the games are played, seeing what my kids are experiencing is worth all the crazy afternoons, in all honesty. So, kind of update on me again. Uh, That was about my kids, you know, and being me in mom life, but, you know, some of the things I kind of did for myself, um, I kind of decided to push my comfort zones a little more. And so I signed up for another pageant, and uh, I won the title Miss United Southern States, 40-Year-Old Queen, and it's an all-age system, Uh, so it was kind of neat to meet all-ages contestants. Um, It was really a lot of fun to actually compete with women who I have actually judged in previous um, local pageants. Um, so it was just kind of fun getting to know them on a different level. Um, they were actually very intimidating to me because I knew, because I've judged them before, I knew what they could bring to the table. And so it, it did kind of intimidate me. But I really worked through those anxieties, pushed past the intimidation, and I had a blast. And so, yeah, so I have the title Miss United States. I'm sorry, Miss United Southern States, uh, 40-year-old queen. Um, it was my first pageant after I've turned 40. Um, to compete in this age bracket. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, another thing that I kind of did is n- kind of knock off another item off my bucket list. So I do not like the idea of skydiving and jumping out of a plane. Um, I've never really been a big heights person. I don't like the feel of free fall or that sensation of dropping not been a big fan. It's not really been, but I have been interested in the idea of the flying part kind of skydiving. 
So my friend of 20 years threw her daughter this really cool birthday weekend. And this weekend consisted of, so we went to iFly. And then we went to a city that's um, about a couple hours away from us and kind of explored downtown. And we stayed in this really tall hotel to be kind of like a skyscraper sleepover. Um, It was just, and we ate good food and we just had a really good time. But I will have to say I fly with our daughters and the few friends that were invited to this birthday party was really fun. And it really was a rush. I had the best experience, you know, watching my daughter, first off, have this confidence to do I fly. And then to see her and then like, and her friends do it. And they were just, you know, having the best time. You know, I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for my turn and I'm, I'm kind of like, do I chicken out? Do I not? Do I chicken out? And, uh. And I was proud of myself to push past my anxiety and my nerves to experience this idea of flying. Um, I loved our instructor. He was so helpful and informative. He also made sure we were all safe. I really didn't know what to really, like, expect. I mean, I had seen the people in there before. Uh, So it was kind of like as it was my turn. I was just like, all right, here we go. Um, and it was definitely a great big rush of wind because the fans were producing a lot of wind in the tunnel. And all I could do was follow the instructions I had taught on how to hold my arms and legs and follow what he was guiding me. And y'all, I laughed and smiled the whole time. My eyes were watering because the wind was so um, strong against my face. I was scared I was going to lose my contact, so I kept blinking. But I was laughing and I, I I hope he was still holding on to me, but y'all, I really could not tell. I do know it was really cool when the other instructor came up and we did a high flight and he took me up in the tube and we were kind of spinning around together. That was a really, really, really cool thing. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm just so excited that I, I did something off my bucket list for myself. And, you know, I'm going to encourage you to find something that's kind of out of your comfort zone and try to go for it. Uh, it kind of made me feel like I was still young. You know, I'm 40 years old and it made me feel like I was 20 and I still got it. Uh, it was, it was so much fun. Um, so yeah, so guys, if you're, if you're dealing with second guessing something that you really, 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 really want to try, I'm going to encourage you research it, find out like what it is about you that's, that's causing you to be scared, but definitely push past that fear, that anxiety. Because once you do it, and like like I said, I knew I was safe in this situation. I knew I would be safe. And it was, it was worth it. So I'm going to encourage you, push past your comfort zones and do something you've always wanted to do. So in switching gears today, I want to talk about a concept we really don't allow ourselves to be. And the title of this is How to Always Be to Yourself. And I believe that it is time to accept nothing less for yourself. I hear many say and quote talking about standing up for yourself, setting boundaries, speaking up, holding your head high, and many other things we need to do to get respect from others. But my question is, what are you doing to respect yourself? What about respecting you? What about you and creating habits to show that you are important and deserve to respect yourself? 
So I was kind of going through a list of things. And I was like, you know what? These are things I believe we always need to be doing. And so I wanted to look at it like, you know, always is kind of an absolute statement. And in counseling sessions, I would tell people don't use never or always because always, you know, you can't always do something. But in this terminology, I think this is a habit that we should do. We don't allow ourselves to do. So I kind of looked up always in a Google search and the definition is of all times on all occasions throughout a long period of the past or a long period of time um, for a failure of time forever failing all else. So basically it's all the time on all occasions through a long period of time. You did it, you know, you, you can kind of like measure it from past, present, and future. Um, always is failing all else. Like, you know, when you get married, you are to forsake all others and love your spouse. So that's kind of a, kind of the term, definitions of always. And I think it is good to remember that when working on yourself, we tend to look to others to give us the always. And what I mean by that is we look to our spouse to always be happy or always love on us or always to know our good mood or our bad mood or just to know what we're thinking, you know. What would happen if you started giving yourself the always to love yourself? So the first one I want to bring up is always be kind to yourself. How many times are you thinking or speaking harsh things to yourself when you mess up or forget something? How many times do you speak harshly to someone else who may make the same mistakes or forget something? I can place a pretty high bet that you may be upset if your child or someone you love did something, maybe not follow through with something, they made a mistake. But I don't think you would be saying the hurtful things that you say or think to yourself to another person. So why speak so badly to yourself? Always be kind. Yes, you may forget something. You may say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or just slip up and make the wrong choice. I mean, I can't, I lost count of how many wrong things I have done or slipped up. Some really dumb choices that I look back and I'm like, God, what was I thinking? Why did I date that person? Why did I think I needed that overly expensive apartment and waste so much of my salary on that high rent when I could have just done the smaller, you know, apartment just for myself, you know? So it's like, you're going to happen. It's going to happen. You're going to slip up. You're going to make the wrong choice. You're going to do the wrong thing. You can still be kind to yourself by forgiving yourself and making it better the next time. Next, always take care of yourself. I really stress this to be a priority in your life. And I'm speaking from the mother's perspective. I am usually the last to take care of myself. I will put my kids and my husband's needs over mine in a heartbeat. I will not think about spending XYZ money on a pair of tennis shoes for my children and go buy the cheap Target shoes. 
You know, I, I, I just don't think about it. I'm going to make sure my family is taken care of. Then after a while of doing this, in all honesty, I feel resentment and frustrated because I know in my home, no one else is taking care of me like I am taking care of them. Well, let me rephrase this. My husband does a really good job of making sure everything is taken care of as far as the business of our marriage and kids, but he may miss what I need because his brain isn't programmed to see the things that haven't gotten done. And he definitely cannot read my mind or just to guess exactly what I need. So it's important. Take care of yourself. It has to be a top priority for you to do. And this can be simple as making sure you wash your hair or brush your teeth. I'm sure some of you mamas can relate to the question at the end of the day. Like, did I brush my teeth? Like, I know I got in the shower. Did I wash my hair? You know, I mean, it happens. Let me give you the simple thing I needed yesterday. I was so overwhelmed with just life. And, you know, I looked at my husband and I was like, can you please cook dinner so I can shave my legs? It was a task I needed to do that I keep forgetting. And, you know, my husband's really not a cook in the family. He can clean a kitchen like no other. And, yeah, he made chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. But who cares? At that point, I needed that moment to take care of myself. Always speak well about yourself. How many times do you cut yourself down in a day? How many times do you say to yourself, do you not like something about you? How many times do you complain about the way you look? Do you realize every time you speak negative words about yourself, you believe them? What about how amazing you really are? Have you pointed out the things that are good about you? Here are some examples. You know, I got curves. It got my partner's attention. I can tan well. I have beautiful eyes. I have a smile that brings comfort to others. I can multitask like no other. I can make sure boo-boos and kisses are taken care of and my kids feel better. I believe we have to learn how to talk good about ourselves. We have learned this toxic, negative way where we will talk bad about ourselves and just normalize it. I think it's so important to speak good things about yourself. And I believe when you start speaking the good things, at first it doesn't feel normal. It doesn't feel natural. But with time, as you keep pointing out the good things, you start believing I mean, you're going to believe the negative things. I mean, which is in my, my mind, like, why do we do this? Why do we tell ourselves this horrible things? Why do we think these horrible things? And I really do. I believe when you start talking good about yourself, I'm a good mother. I'm a good cook. I am an attractive woman. I, I do love and care for others. I think when you start doing this, it becomes the new habit. You'll start thinking the good things about yourself, saying them. So next. Always count your blessings. Look around you. What do you see? I want you to pick out three things that you're blessed to have or to be. That roof over your head. Those beautiful children that call you mama. The food on your plate. Look for the blessings. The more And the more you look for them, they will appear. I can go through a whole spill that someone else is looking at your life, wishing for what you have. I could go into the whole people are out there with very little and you have so much. 
I don't think this is the time to go on that soapbox. I do believe it's time to look around and find the blessings, even when it seems like there are none. It's raining, pouring down raining. Okay, I need the rain. I need the rain to slow down on my car and take my time. That's a blessing. You see how that works? So next, always be there for yourself. I encourage you to be present with yourself in everything you do. Often we are looking to others to be there for us. And we are often so disappointed that the outcome of our expectations we project onto others, it doesn't happen. So when you are present in everything you do, you are more aware of your thoughts, emotions, how you feel in the moment, and what you can and cannot control. And I believe that if you rely on you, so for example, you get this great opportunity and you go out and share it with anyone and everyone. Some people respond well. They give you wonderful feelings of validation and good vibes. Then there are people out there that just seem to bring you down. Here's a thought. Were you there for yourself to rejoice and celebrate you? What would happen if you gave yourself exactly what you wanted others to give you? You get a great opportunity and you went into your room and you squealed with excitement. Maybe jump on your bed like a movie scene. Poured yourself a glass of champagne or grabbed your favorite food or took yourself out. What would it look like for you if you told yourself, great job. I'm so proud of me. Girl, it's time to get there and be there for yourself. Be there for yourself in the good and the hard times. Y'all, I remember when I bought my house after my divorce. My own, very own, my house. I was by myself. I turned the key into my house. I walked in the space and just squealed. I cried with so much joy. I opened up a mini bottle of champagne. It was still kind of kind of getting warm from when I bought it at the store. I didn't even have a glass to pour it in. There was no one there to witness the moment of me turning this page in my life, of this new chapter. No one was there, but I was there. I was there to celebrate this moment. And I've also had to be there for myself through some of the toughest times in my life. When I felt like I didn't have anyone to turn to or no one really knew what to do or say to me. During those hard times, it is important to be there for yourself. I encourage you during the hard times to tell yourself what you wished someone would tell you. Be what you need for yourself when someone else cannot be. Next, always better yourself. We live in a life where we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. And I have a whole nother episode, episode 13, um, about how to ways to stop comparing yourself. So I'm not going to go into a lot of details on this. We live in a life where sometimes we just become bored without like, we just become bored. And it seems like there's no choice and we're just stuck. When this is happening, this is the time to find something you want to better yourself. And this can look like starting a new hobby or returning to old hobbies. This can look like learning something new. 
um, I look back at graduate school and I have a dear friend, Melinda, and I met her in my late twenties when I started my graduate program in a uh, community agency counseling. Here was this woman who was older than most of us students. And she would joke around with me saying, my kids are older than you, Amanda. She knew she needed to change to better herself in her career. And I love the journey we were on together and the friendship we created back in graduate school. And she taught me that it did not matter how old or what stage of life you're in. You can always better yourself. You don't like something about your life. You have the choice to make it better. You can take a step and then better yourself. And this is probably one of the scariest things I think we women we face is allowing ourselves to better ourselves. I want you to make a list of things you would like to see happen to you. And then I want you to write what you can do to make that list become your new way of living. Next, always be yourself. There's only one you. You are so special. Show up in every situation being your true self. Please do not show up as this ideal version of yourself. It's not fair to you or others. And also, please don't show up as a lesser version of you. The people who are supposed to be your people will show up and be there. And those who are not your people, they can just go and be with their tribe. When you show up as yourself, there is a peace that happens to you. You find yourself enjoying the moment instead of worrying about how others are perceiving you. You can eliminate people that are toxic to you. You can find and attract people who will bring so many blessings to your life. Something that I had to learn was when I showed up as my true self, I found myself extremely happy, less anxiety or actually no anxiety. I felt like I was complete because I was truly not hiding or pretending. I mean, this feeling is absolutely amazing. And I want this bad for you when you show up being yourself, loving yourself and knowing you are enough just being you. So in closing and kind of wrapping this up, please always be these things to yourself because you deserve them. You deserve to always be yourself, better yourself, you know, be there for yourself, recognize your blessings, speak well about yourself, care about yourself and be kind to yourself. I feel like these are crucial things that just need to be an everyday habit. And I believe when these become an everyday habit, I do think that your confidence grows. You see yourself for what you truly are. And you're so deserving to feel your best, to recognize your best. And I really do believe that confidence equals beauty. So, guys, if you really liked this, please help me share this podcast with others. If you have a friend that you know may be struggling with being harsh to themselves, please send them this, this podcast to them. This helps me grow this community um, and sh- by sharing this, subscribe to this so you can get updates of when I do post. I really want to see this podcast go 
beyond, I guess, anything I can imagine, but I can't do it alone. I, I need your help. So yeah, and if you did enjoy these tips, you know, let me know. Contact me and uh, like, like I said, like this page or this podcast. And, uh, and like I said, remember, confidence equals beauty. If you're looking for more information to read on building confidence or just any life situations, please visit www.confidenceequalsbeauty.com. If you have any questions on any topic you want me to cover, please email me at amandarobinsontaylor at gmail.com. If you would please help me get this podcast to more people who could use the community and support, please like, follow, subscribe, and share this podcast. Also, please rate this podcast, preferably a good rating, so this podcast can reach more and more people. I want to thank you for spending your time with me, and remember, confidence equals beauty.